hey guys, in this podcast, I'm rambling about why a lot of experts could destroy your business or maybe even destroy your life. And it's funny, I got to this topic because yesterday I had a great day with my father and um, with my parents, but with my father had an interesting conversation and I'm talking about that in this podcast. Live from Amsterdam, this is the Ilko de Boer podcast. So today was a, uh, sorry, yesterday was a great day and today is going to be a great day. Today is already a great day. Um, it's, uh, what is it, it's 9.15 in the morning, woke up around 5.45, had some really awesome time with my daughter this morning already, got a lot of work done this morning. A lot of thinking, a lot of writing, stuff like that. So anyway, I'm already distracted on this podcast. So yesterday was a fun day. Yesterday um, was my dream day. So what I try to plan every week, or at least every every week, every 10 days, is one dream day. And a dream day is a day where um, I plan my day the way I want it to with no business, like zero business, and um, so I have free days, I have a lot of free days, like tomorrow is Saturday, and you know, day after tomorrow is Sunday, I have nothing planned, uh, so those are just free days, and I'll work, or I have fun with my wife, or my with my daughter, or friends, or whatever, so we don't have a lot of lot planned, but once every seven days, once every ten days, I have a, an, a dream day, where the day is just for me, and uh, I'll do uh, whatever I want, but it only has to be epic stuff, so it has to be really cool. So uh, one of the things I really like is go to my parents, for example. Um, and you know, yesterday we went to our parents, and um, we went with uh, with Daniela, my wife, and my daughter, and my sister was there, and um, it was it was a good day. And every time when I go to my parents, I um, I take a walk with my father. So we always walk like the same same route for like, I think it's like 45 minutes, and we talk, and um, my father is a really, really interesting character, Um, the guy is so well read, really smart, um, and yeah, he is sort of a mentor for me, Um, and he is like, he really gets, so he's smart, but he really gets people. So basically, what he did, he worked all of his life's uh, all of his life in uh, or with people, and uh, I think for like thirty years he worked in um, in a uh, how do you say a nursing home, where he worked with um, with uh, elderly people, um, um, Alzheimer's, um, like people who are. I'm, I'm looking for the right English words right now. Uh, people who are um, at the end of their lives and um, um, how do yeah I think it's just nursery homes anyway and he really he worked uh, from the ground up uh, in and he had a great career so he just worked as a as a male nurse um, and then he worked himself up to uh, to um, to be a more um, managing role to uh, Eventually, now he has his own business for a couple of years already. He wrote four books right now. 
he has his own e-learning business, and uh, so he's he really had an interesting career. And um, one of the things, and that's why yesterday was interesting. We were walking, and I noticed that we have so many similarities. We not only look alike, we have the same voice, but also we have the same thought process when it comes to um, how things should be. And he's not a he's not a, a commercial guy, so he doesn't have the the business sense as much as I do. Um, but on a practical basis, a pragmatic basis, we really look alike. So yesterday he was talking about. Um, he, he used an example, and then I realized, like, wow, everything, the way he is different from most people in healthcare or caring is that um, he's not the expert. So he is not the expert at one thing. He really gets people. And one of his biggest frustrations for, like, 30 years um, in um, in those nursery homes is that um, a lot of the staff are experts? So, for example, you go to a nursery home and there's a di- uh, di- uh, how do you say a dietarian, di- dietist. Then there's a psychiatrist. Then there's a um, whatever. So, like all these experts, and guess what those experts do when somebody enters the nursery home? So imagine you're 78 years old. You got like. 18 months left to live. Uh, for the last 30 years, every day around two o'clock in the afternoon, you drank um, you drank a glass of alcohol, for example, a glass of vodka, and you've been doing that for almost 20 years or 30 years or whatever. And you're 78 years old, and that's just what you like. That's what you like. That's what you love to do every day at two o'clock. You like to drink one glass of vodka, and I say vodka because most. People outside of Holland don't know Jenever, but uh, in Dutch I would say Jenever, which is like also uh, an alcohol consumption. So imagine doing that for like 20, 30 years, and it's just a part of your ritual, your daily ritual. And then you get placed, you get put in a nursery home, which is obviously something that's strange because you've been living on yourself for like 60 years. And now you're entering a new part of your life. And then uh, you have these experts and they see, oh, you know, this this person is 15 kilos overweight. So let's bring the dietist or dietarian or whatever. I'm I'm looking for the right word. So um, the health guru, let's, let's bring the health guru in. And the first thing he or she noticed, obviously, is that this man from 78 years old every day at 2 o'clock, drinks a glass of vodka. You know, that could never be right if you're if you're into health. And guess what they want to do? They want to change that. So you're 78 years old, and now all of a sudden you have to change your ritual and something you, you basically love. Um, and that's, and he, he, he has so many of these examples of uh, people who enter a nursery home and then all of a sudden they have to change their rituals, they have to change themselves the way they really are and the, the things they value. And uh, because there are a lot of experts in those nursery homes. And, I mean, if you... if you Yeah, if, if you look at it from... If you're from the inside and this is your expertise 
and somebody comes up to you, the first thing you see is, okay, this is what you do wrong because this is my expertise or this is what you should do because this is my expertise. And I see the similarities between me and my father in when I look at my role as, as, as an entrepreneur but also as a business coach. So what I see, and this is something I've been thinking about like a lot last year, and that's that's... So... There are so many experts. There are so many experts about everything. And for me it's really it it's it's really interesting to see an expert getting on stage, for example, talking to a thousand people and telling those thousands people thousand people, like, dude, you really gotta do Instagram because Instagram will change your business. So what you should do is you gotta be on Instagram all day long because, you know, Here's an example of somebody who got rich on Instagram. And here's an example of somebody who got rich on Instagram. So you should really do Instagram. And then there's this other expert. And he says, yeah, man, a time management expert. And he says, okay, what you should do every day, you should be disciplined. You should be structured. You should have lists. You should do this and 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 this. And then you'll become more productive. And the interesting thing is that that might work for 13% of the room. Or it might work for 80% of the room, but the timing could be wrong. I mean, your business could be dying right now because you have a, uh, a destructive business partner or you have like a product that's inferior or you have other shit going on in your business. The worst thing you could do right now is get on Instagram. No, man, you got to handle your business, maybe. Or you got to, you know, whatever, it could be anything. So... Um, or, you know, somebody's getting on stage and he's telling the room, like, one guy I really, really respect, by the way, I won't mention his name, but one guy I really respect is is a guy, he's, um, and I follow him, so I really respect his opinion and his thoughts, but one of his things he always says is, yeah, man, if you want to win, you got to sleep one hour less, because, you know, put in that one extra hour in your business, or sleep four hours less, or whatever. And I get the whole thinking behind it because most people are just lazy or a lot of people are just lazy, but standing in front of a room and say, yeah, you got to sleep one hour less. It could work for some people because some, there are some lazy bastards, but a lot of entrepreneurs, they overworked and, you know, the worst thing they could do is sleep one hour less. So, and I have to be careful with this stuff as well, because sometimes I crack the code with stuff and I can be the preacher and say, okay, this is what you should do. So here's my, here's, here's, here's the, the interesting thing. Um, I think with experts, um, I really, really, really advise you, and now I do the same thing, I really preach to you that you should think about you, like what would work for you, and what for you is the best use of your time, what's the best thing you can do right now in your business, and follow your gut feeling, and don't, I mean, listen to the experts, but follow your own advice, and make your own decisions, and the worst thing you can do is like really step by step follow uh, follow the experts' advice, because I mean you have to be able to think for yourself, and um, and uh, that's so important. So back to yesterday, my dad does the same thing in healthcare. So he looks at the person, he looks at the person, and looks at the person, asks asks the person like, "What's your perfect day?" How can we make this nursery house your home? Instead of, okay, this is the way you have to adapt to our rules because we think that this is best for you. 
And there's such a huge difference. The same with entrepreneurs. When I coach entrepreneurs, I ask them, what's your ideal business? What does your business have to give you? Instead of telling him, oh, you have to work, you have to sleep one hour less and you have to do Instagram and you have to do this. No, what would be perfect for you? Every person is different. There's not a single person in the world who's the same as another person. So basically what we have to do, if you're a coach or an expert, if you teach or preach material, always tell people, these are just ideas. This works for me, but it might not be the right time for you. It might not be the right time to implement this stuff, but these are ideas and I will give you these ideas and implement them whenever you want or whenever you think this is perfect for you. And if you're a coach, really look and listen to the person. What do you really need? Instead of what do I know and how can I transfer this information or download my information in your head? So... That's it, man. So in my opinion, in my opinion, a great business coach doesn't necessarily have to be, um, and it's a huge advantage if you have, if, if you are, but doesn't necessarily have to be a great entrepreneur. And why is that? A great business coach just really looks at the entrepreneur, asks the entrepreneur, like, okay, what do you need? What do you need? And what do you think is best for you? Okay, let's make a plan to make that stuff work. The same with a great person who works in a nursery home. He or she shouldn't be telling their guests what they should do. They should ask them, what would be the ideal day for you? What time would you like to wake up? What would you like to eat? What would you like to drink? What would you like to do during the day? If somebody, if a nurse at a nursery home just listens to the person and gives them what they want and helps them, you know, creating the ideal day, that's a really great nurse. But if the nurse went to a college or a university or did some courses on how to fix whatever and they want to download their stuff into their brain and change those people, people don't want to to change and people don't have to change. You have to adapt, adapt your situation Uh, or your life, no, sorry, your situation to your life. And that's a really important thing. So anyway, I'm rambling right now, but it was just really interesting to notice the similarity between me and my father and uh, to give you the lesson of whenever you're, if you were a business coach or just a coach or a life coach or a shrink or whatever, listen to the person and, you know, help them get what they want. And uh, of course, you got to have the experience. I'm a great business coach. And why am I a great business coach? Because I have six companies. And I've been selling for 15 years. And I have a lot of employees. And I work, I, I do that stuff. I work, everything I preach or teach, um, I lived it. I did it. And whenever, whenever I'm coaching, I'm just listening to the person see, okay, what is he or she saying? Anyway, so, if you're a coach... Be aware that you, you're not a preacher or a teacher and tell people like these are just freaking ideas. And if this is something that's um, not the right time for you, you know. And these, this is powerful as well because if you're teaching this way, people don't feel the pressure and they're more open for your ideas. But if you say like, oh, you got to do this and this and this, people, 
you know, they'll be like, nah, this is not relevant for me. But if you say like, hey man, this might not be relevant for you, they'll be like, oh fuck yes, this is relevant for me. So anyway, um, that's another one of my ramblings. I uh, hope you like it. Hit me on Twitter. So send me a tweet on Twitter at Ilko de Boer. So just send me a tweet on Twitter if you like this podcast. I'm really so this morning I got my first I got two tweets from people from outside of Holland. And as you might know, I'm uh, I'm from Holland and um and I'm building, I'm starting my international career and I'm excited about those tweets. So just just to give you a little bit of a of a, a perspective. This week alone I got thousands of messages like literally thousands of messages on um, on Twitter and Facebook, like thousands on Facebook and hundreds on, on, on Twitter. And I appreciate every comment, obviously, but I really love those two comments this morning because one was from, I think it was Albuquerque, and the other was from, I don't know, like Edmonton or something. And for me, it's just really amazing to uh, to uh, to have those first two comments. So it's like getting your first sale, you know, it's this, the, the proof that it works, it's amazing. So, um, yeah, let me know, and um, thanks for listening, and take care. See you later. Bye-bye.